welcome back to What a Letdown. We're here, and we're not saying that dumb line anymore. We don't have to say anything. We are in charge of our own podcast. We are the boys that make things, and you're the people that listen to it. We're still we're we're still two season a pod, and we're gonna keep that because I think that really speaks to who we to who we are. It's fun, but not fun to say every time. Yeah, uh, especially not that satisfied and disappointed bit. I think. We'll see where it takes us, but I just, something, it feels too, it feels too in the past. I think we've matured. Wow. You just took all of our branding opportunities and threw them out the window. (laughs) Okay. Welcome back to What a Letdown, the only place that you can leave satisfied and disappointed. Thank you. I feel complete now. All right. Today on the show, we're going to riff a bit. Riff? We are going to give a, a quick update on me not teaching anymore. We are going to have three, you guessed it, you heard it, you counted them, three potty cast stories slash questions. Okay. I don't know any of these things. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Colton's newest story on the job at the cemeteries. Yep. That'll be a good one. And we're going to mess with chat GPT a little bit. And I know, I know, um, I would say most of you don't know what that is. Yep. And And I was in the same boat as you until Carter told me about it. Here's the thing. There are things in my life that I remember where I heard about it, where I was, who told me. ChatGPT will be some, we will be somebody's origin story for ChatGPT. They'll say, man, chat, in in five years, they're going to say, five years ago, I heard these two blokes talking about chat GPT on a podcast and I had no idea it'd be this big, but I'm calling it. It's the next big wave in the ecosystem. Yeah. And when I think about it, I'll think about last night when you told me about it for the very first time (laughs) at your house in your living room. Okay. So do you want to riff a bit? Do people plan riffing or is that kind of against riffing? I kind of thought the whole point with that was just, you just start doing it. Yeah. So you know, when my life kind of changed, when I realized iceberg lettuce had no nutritional value. I feel like I've known that for a very long time. Yeah, but, but didn't your life change at that point because you thought you were doing something for your body? Maybe. All I know is we had guinea pigs growing up and like, I don't know. I never knew you had guinea pigs. This was early. This was like early how middle many? school. Well, that's a funny story. This is a fun story. Let's riff on it. Okay, so you know how my mom used to work at the elementary school? Sure. In town? Okay. Okay, they had a single female guinea pig. What was her name? The guinea pig? (laughs) S'mores. Okay. S'more? Okay. Single s'more. Okay. Okay, I'm with it. So we go, uh, we got s'more at our house. She's in her cage. Single, single guinea pig. Yep. Um, No way. We go out of town. No and we get i might be mixing up i might be mixing up things but there's two parts of this story one part is we were out of town and i can't remember what happened while we were out of town but but at some point that one guinea pig produced two other guinea pigs so it was pregnant it must have somehow got pregnant so my mom took it from the school classroom. It was it invited it invited somebody over while y'all were on vacation. I don't know. So the guinea pig started off at the school classroom pet. Yes. Okay. She worked in a uh, special needs classroom. Yeah, I'm familiar was, with the building. Yeah. Well, nobody else is. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's flat. But the guinea pig just couldn't. Um, they 
they were busy uh, with the students and couldn't take care of the guinea pig the right like that the way the guinea pig needed to be so taken your mom's care of. like i'll take her so home. my mom's like yeah i love guinea pigs I love s'mores so um s'mores ended up at our house and um yeah she somehow gave birth to two guinea okay, pigs okay 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 at at the school at the school she was a single f- no sing- how long do guinea pigs gestate i don't know is that the word we're looking for i think so okay i'm gonna i'm gonna look that up because we can do that now on our podcast okay so yeah um somehow we end up with one guinea pig turned into three guinea pigs. I do not remember the small one's names. A pig guinea pig pregnancy is approximately 59 to 72 days long. The average is 65. Okay, so 70 days, so roughly. So two, two months. Two months. You're telling me that it was in the classroom for less than two I months. I don't know. Let me look if, if they're like, uh, what's that called? Asexual? asexual? Yeah, are guinea pigs asexual? No, no, they're not. <laughs> we might learn something today, man. Chill. I will give you a, I'll give you a $5 right now if they're asexual <laughs> beings. Male guinea pigs usually mature sexually and can mate as young as two to three months old. That's not what we want. Nope. Um, can guinea pigs have kids without a mate? Can guinea pigs... Produce offspring alone. Solo. <laughs> Help my. Uh, okay, I, can guinea pigs have babies on their own? Um, something happened, man. I, I there must have been a male somewhere along the lines. I don't know. I. So you had an asexual guinea pig growing up, and they produced two small ones. Okay, and then here's the real sad part. Is um, I, I think we were out of town when we learned that they had a two guinea pigs. Okay, and then I wasn't home. I was with one of our, um, with one of my friends, your acquaintance. Um, and I remember getting a call from my mom, and they're like, "Hey, the guinea pigs aren't doing well." They called you on vacation? No, 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 no. no. I wasn't on vacation when I was hanging out with my friend. Oh, we were on vacation when they think they gave birth. Wait, so your mom called you on your friend's home phone to let you know the guinea pigs were dying, and you were a mile away from the house. I think so, and I don't know. I don't remember all the details. You but remember, but that's what I'm pointing out. You remember getting a phone call somewhere yes. of your parents letting you know. That, that something was happening. Yeah, but like... And this is what was happening. Okay, continue. They were bleeding out of every orifice. Like, they had Ebola. Like, they had some sort of crazy guinea pig disease where they literally bled out of their eyes, their nose, their ears. It was traumatizing and awful. But you didn't see it. Yeah, we saw it. You came home from your friend's house and, and had to watch that? Maybe I repressed it, but I had to have, right? Okay. Wow. We'll have to get my, my mom on the cast. She's well, I, she's a listener. I mean, personally, if she's listening, I would not I would not have called I wouldn't I don't think if, if I was middle school. I just You'd really? be like You had guinea pigs and okay. We didn't meet until If my like, dogs die and Inslee is at a friend's house, I just don't think I can call her. How old is she? Middle school. So she's grown up with these dogs her entire life. I'm going to wait till she gets home. We're going to talk about it. What if the dog is actively dying? You're not going to let her say bye? Um, Like, get home, you need to say bye? Wait, okay, did they call you with the expectation you would come home immediately? Maybe. Like I if, don't know. If you're playing and you're going to spend the night and they're like, hey, guinea pigs are bleeding. 
then, but if they called you to get you to come home, then it's fine. Maybe they did. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. But we ended up <laughs> shoeboxing him and burying him in the backyard. Okay. Uh, all three of them. Yeah, they all three died. Okay. In a very wow. sad, gruesome way. It still hurts. No, I haven't thought about those guinea pigs <laughs> in probably 10, 15 years. Speaking of guinea pigs and asexual reproduction, I got at least four text messages or messages on Facebook of people saying that they have aunts younger than their nephews or nieces. So we we just don't get out much. It's a thing. Last episode, we talked about how many people have aunts that are younger than them. Happens all the time. Hmm. But they say, we just kind of treat them like cousins. So, Well, yeah, my sister pointed out that the Duggars have... Whoa, hey, if we're not getting political here. The Duggars? <laughs> the, the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Are mean, they you political say beings? Oh, yeah. You say Duggars, and people automatically go to one side or the other, I think. I mean, I think... <laughs> you know, never mind. <laughs> is, that, is that not true? I don't know. I... I guess I have opinions on having that many kids, but... <laughs> How many? 19? And counting. But no way. Like, they're not counting anymore. <laughs> there's no way they're still counting. 19 and done counting, probably. <laughs> no, but what... 19 and menopausing. I think I think they're different things. That... what what We were talking about you having a new aunt, right? Well, by marriage. No. Wait. What? Last week, yes. I said a dumb thing that okay. you have a couple new aunts, a couple uncles, and a set of twins. Yes. In order for you to have a, to new, have a aunt, new aunt at the age of 20, the ripe age of a newly 28-year-old. My, my from, grandparents would have to have a kid. Which is not possible. Well, <laughs> yes, that is true. For you. True. But it's happened before in people's lives, such as the Duggars. But... But the Duggars, it wasn't the grandparent. It was the had oldest kid. Yes, the oldest kid. I had was, kids. It was a male. Yes, their wife was pregnant. Yes, while his mom was pregnant. Yes, and that's a normal occurrence. Nor normal in the sense that I got four people who told me it was normal. I guess I'm thinking of like. I don't think the Duggar I'm, situation is a good one to compare it to because they. I mean, the writing was on the wall there. It was going to happen. And it seems weird because they were actively still having multiple kids after multiple kids of their kids had kids. But I think in in some contexts, it could be... We're going to... Do I need to get more information? Four people. I'm just trying to, like, conceptualize it. And I can't do it with like my own family because ages don't. Oh right, yeah, Same. add up. Same. And I know that people have families. My youngest aunt is is probably. Oh gosh, she's gonna get she's gonna get me for this. She's one. gonna roast you. I mean, my mom is 62 and a half, and I think there's a nine year gap, so maybe fifty three ish. Okay. So yeah, like that's that's thirty years older than me. But there's some people. I just said I was 23. I'm an idiot. You just turned 28. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, I don't know how old I am. I don't know how old my aunt is. Let's just... Let's move on. Let's, I don't, I don't know, know how we even got started on the guinea pig situation. Me either. Okay. 
we talked, and by we I mean me and an old professor of mine. We met at the Caffeinery. You love that place. If you don't know, it is a local coffee shop, and it's overrated, overpriced, and... um, You're saying a lot of things right now. What? Is that bad? Yeah, because I don't think that. You don't agree? No. Not the Caffeinery. We met at the Cup. Oh, okay. (laughs) You just about started slandering a different coffee shop based on a different coffee shop. The cup, the caffeinery. Why do that to my brain? Because they Why? both start with C? Yeah. Okay. The? <laughs> one is three letters. One is Why like could, nine. Why couldn't we just keep it an empty cup? Because of new ownership. Well, they should have kept the old owner. Because let me tell you something. Empty cup is a great name for a coffee shop. I agree. I think it was their initials. I don't want to slander anyone. I don't want to talk poorly of anyone. But I've not had good experiences with the owner of the cup which is the one in the village. Yes. He seems to be pretty territorial about his beans. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about his beans. I have heard stories where people will bring Starbucks onto the patio and he'll ask them to leave. Oh, he's territorial about people bringing other beans yes. to him. I heard a story so far as a, f- a family went to Bob Evans, took a to-go hot chocolate away from Bob Evans, went to the cup in the village on campus... They ordered the cup's coffee, but she was standing out there with the family while they were all drinking the cup's coffee, and he came out and asked the whole family to leave, even though they had already bought the cup's coffee because she had a Bob Evans cup. Yeah, see, that's kind of messed up. Yeah. So we went there, which is totally fine, okay? Okay, the, I'll say some good things. We'll uh, we'll do that thing where it's a compliment sandwich, okay. but we're going to do it reverse. <laughs> okay, put the meat on the outside. <laughs> yeah, I we're like going to do the... Uh, I got some bun in the middle. If you, you go first. What's your good thing about it? So, no, you got you gave your bad. Okay. I'm going to give the good. And I, then you come screaming in hot with the bad again. Okay. Okay, so the good things about it. Um, it's got a cool ambiance, I think. In my opinion, it's a cool ambiance. They've got a really nice big patio. Um, they, they got a lot of options, um, and they got good bagel sandwiches. Okay. And now to end up with another discompliment, it was freezing in there. It's winter and the fans were going. Turn your furnace on. I was cold. And somebody did a number two stinky bomb in the bathroom. Ooh, someone dropped. That's not on the <laughs> coffee shop though. No, you're right. But they allowed it to happen. Oh yeah. Next thing, you know, their new notice on the door, don't drop stinky bombs in our bathroom. However, I didn't have to make a decision about where we were meeting. She said, how about the cup? Which is awesome because I hate, I hate doing that. And she's picking. a professor. So she's already yeah. on campus. Yeah. So we met and, and I told her everything about my situation. Back to back to what we're here for. She was your uh, she was, education. She was a professor I had at Ball State for four years. She was the best teacher I ever had. And for teaching, she was she she. If my mom dies, she's my mom. Wow. <laughs> I not asked permission. Okay, <laughs> but she just has a warmth that you cannot explain. Okay, a brilliance that you would only what wish to covet. Don't you're, t- you're saying if this professor was a cat was a coffee shop, they would not be the cup. Exactly. Okay. Um, so we we hadn't. I mean, I graduated seven ish years ago. We've talked a couple times since. Kept up. She wanted to hear about this because yes, she is in education currently. Education is important to her. Let's talk about real world business. So I tell her everything, whole story, 
And she communicated to me that the incident which prompted me to leave is worth leaving over and would have been a standalone instance, totally justified to move on. However, there are other things that I mentioned, such as the way that the things were operating in the building, where she said, had X, Y, Z not happened, maybe we don't go back to A and you don't leave. So she said, I think it could be beneficial to kind of tell the full scope of everything and okay. catch everybody up fully. And then it doesn't look like you're painting someone as, quote unquote, a villain. Because like this... Hmm. I mean... <laughs> the, end, the end thing... You can say whatever you want, man. The, we just speak honesty here. Okay. I would say that the reason you left was because of quote unquote yes villain. <laughs> sure. That's a harsh that's yes. a harsh way to put it. The but incident was the reason I left. Yes. The incident was the villain. But she kind of asked me if all these other things that I will eventually tell didn't happen and this instance happened, you may be less likely to leave. Maybe. I mean, yeah, you have well, it's let, like a staircase leading up to the yeah, the main event. Exactly. Main event. Okay. Yeah. So soonish we're not going to give a time or a place but we are going to have just a why i quit special hour long however long it needs to be where i just start from the fresh baby teaching career and i go to i seven years the seven years war perhaps it was five and a half years but you know yeah it's way find cooler. me something in history that's five and a half years okay so that will be a future episode and I'll now, do a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can interject and ask questions. Okay. That you think the viewer might want to know. Okay. We'll worry about that later. I've had teachers. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> okay. Podcast. We're there. We got three things. First, I will tell a story. And uh, I'd like you I'd like you to analyze the story and, and have your give your opinion. Do or, I know this story? Mm, I may have let you know. But I want to get into it a little more. Okay. So I go to Walmart two months ago, and I always park at Walmart in one of the side lots, either by the garden center, tire center, or on the other side where the pickup is. I don't like messing with Walmart's parking lot. I don't know which way I'm supposed to drive. There's people walking. There's cars everywhere. This, this, it, I park in the sides, and I yeah, do a little Yeah, you don't have to walking. cross a busy yes. way. Every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So I park in the side, and what that allows me to do, or forces me to do is walk in the side door by the cart corral which is where the vending machines are it's kind of a long hallway before you enter the actual walmart yeah i'm sure any walmart in the world in the world has this they're mostly designed pretty similar yes so i'm not going in the main doors i'm going in that side storm door so i'm walking up to it and i see a man who has positioned himself where he's facing the wall and the door slash window. So he's in the corner of where these two walls of the outside building meet. He's on the inside. He is standing outside. Oh, okay. And there's a trash can standing there. So if you can imagine, I am walking straight, and I'm coming up on the door. He is on my left-hand side, and he is kind of in the crack of where the outside wall meets the other outside wall, but where the door is. Yeah, okay. okay. And it comes comes to a 90-degree angle in a corner. Mm-hmm. There's a trash can sitting there. He is kind of hidden behind this trash can, standing up. And I walk past, and I notice that he is peeing. Ooh, a little public urination. 
And had I had I given it any thought, I, I may have paused, stopped, and said, "Good for you, man." You know what? We need to decriminalize public you, urination. Exactly. All right. Yeah. But I didn't. I, I opened the door and I, I walked in and I said to myself, that's not something you see often. Just a guy peeing outside of Walmart. No. So I go in and I shop and I come back out. And he's, he's still going. <laughs> Dude's got the longest stream you've ever heard or seen. <laughs> yeah. Longest stream. Okay. I come, I, I come back out after checking out and I'm walking down the hallway with the vending machines and the crane machines and he's standing there with his cart of groceries. And I had been in there for probably 10, 15 minutes. Did the man look homeless? He was waiting on the bus. I was almost certain. He was kind of with the other people who would be waiting on the bus. But he had a cart full of groceries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's what I believe happened. And tell me if I'm wrong or tell me... I want you to answer two things. Tell me if I'm wrong in my analysis. And two, tell me if he's justified. Two B would be what would you do? So here's what I think happened from his perspective. He's shopping. Mm -hmm. He checks out. Yeah. He goes out with his cart and his groceries all in bags. Not one or two. I mean, he, the guy's got 12 bags. He's loaded down for the week. Yeah. And he's standing waiting for the bus, and the bus is not coming. And the he, bus is not coming. Yeah. And the bus is not coming. And he's got to go. So in his mind, he goes back in with his groceries into Walmart, pushes the cart into the bathroom, and pees in the bathroom. Option two, he leaves his cart with the groceries he's just paid for, in by the bus stop, and he walks inside and pees and comes out and hopes his groceries are still there. Or option three, he pees outside. Just right behind the, the trash can. So, I don't even need your opinion. I know that's what happened, okay? <laughs> like, there's no other explanation for a guy just peeing outside, and then I see him 20 minutes later standing two feet from his pee with his groceries. Like, that's what happened. I mean, did it look like a man that would pee outside? <laughs> I mean, this guy doesn't work for J.P. Morgan, if that's what you're asking. Okay. But if I have to judge him, I mean, I don't... What's a guy that looks like he'd pee outside look like to you? I mean, anybody. Just name someone. I could pee outside. (laughs) I wouldn't probably pee behind a trash can at a public place. So so I guess the question I need you to talk about is, should he? Did he? Could he? Okay. You're, You're forgetting another option. Am I? Yes, because he could have very easily, I think he could have given the public a little bit more of a benefit of the doubt that people weren't just going to steal his bought groceries if he pulled the cart into the store right outside the bathroom. Okay. Because I've been, say, like, I've been shopping. I haven't necessarily checked out. I haven't been in his situation before. But I've been shopping, and I'll park my cart outside the bathroom, go to the bathroom, come out. Nobody's touching it. Okay. Sure. so I think people are, would be more willing to steal the stuff if he left his cart by the bus stop. Okay. So in my eyes, he didn't – He, him taking his cart of already paid groceries and bags back into the store was not an option. Well, here was – but okay. But here's the other thing. Would you do that? That's y- weird. Yes. You would you – If would... I had to go, <laughs> yeah. yes. One. Go number one. Go number one. Yeah, I would go inside. What if, if – I can't imagine the dude does a number two out in the, uh, out in the sidewalk. So if it's a number two – I think he probably does your thing, but does the one and the ease of the one justify him going outside in the corner of Walmart? I'm going to say no. 
You think he should have taken his groceries back inside? Because in my mind, I'm thinking the entire time I'm peeing, I really hope the mitts man doesn't pull up while I'm in the middle of stream. And then what? And then what? You have to you have to peek out from behind the trash can and go, hold on. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm shaking it off. Oh, zip. Okay, I'm oh, ready to go. Counterpoint. He has some place to be. He has, he has somewhere to, to pee. <laughs> he has some place to be, some place to pee. He can't miss the bus. So in his mind, if the bus hasn't been there already, like, I got to think that the process, like, you know when a pee is coming. And if he was already inside Walmart, he would have felt it and he would have gone before he went outside. So my thinking is he went outside. He's waiting for this bus and he's waiting for this bus and he's waiting for this bus. And it's taking so long that the pee hits him. And he, and, he, and he thinks the bus will be here, the bus will be here, the bus will be here. And it's not showing up. So now he's caught in this, this limbo. Here it is. Are you ready? Where it could come at any moment. And so he doesn't want to risk going inside and missing it because he's already waited so long. So what he does is he says, I've got this important thing tonight. I can't miss this bus because it's the last one for the next hour. So I have to pee outside. That way, if the bus does come, I can flag it down. And I can say, hey, let me shake her off and I'll be right there. But if but he that's a bizarre thing. Could you imagine being the guy driving the bus? Would you wait on a guy peeing behind a trash can? Me? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you drive off. You would drive off. I'm not saying I personally would drive off, but I also probably wouldn't see him. Okay. Because most people that are driving buses are probably just opening the door, waiting for the crowd of people right outside the door to come in. They're not They're not scoping the scene for a dude peeing behind a trash can. I think it's a timing thing. I think it's got to be he thought the bus was any moment going to be there, and he wanted to make sure he was ready. I guess. Was he peeing straight on the ground or into a bottle? Oh, it was on the ground. I saw the splash, and I heard it. Okay, see, that... You could maybe win me over if he was peeing in a bottle. No, 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 no. Dude didn't contain it whatsoever. I literally, I, 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 I saw it splashing on the ground. I hate that. Well, that's fine. I don't enjoy that. I'm going to compromise at this. Okay. I'll tell you what he should have done. I would love to hear what he should have done. Now, this is under the pretense that the bus is not going to show up. But I think that played a part in his decision. If the bus isn't going to show up, he wheels his cart of already paid for groceries to the Walmart greeter and says, can I leave this here? I need to run to the restroom. I'm waiting on the bus. That's the solution. Yes. I mean, that would take, what, two minutes? <laughs> it took just as long to well kneel down behind the trash well, can, pull his pants down, and pee. I think... Pull down, go outside, peep is probably a 90-second situation going inside. Oh, 30 seconds. I think the, it's probably... The bathroom is at the front of the store. Yeah, but you got to wheel your cart down that hallway, turn the corner, go up through the double doors, talk to the Walmart greeter. They're probably, Dude, talking, they're probably checking receipts. No, so you this wait is what a he should have done. He should have just... Put, no, he just should have pulled it in. you got to wash your hands in the bathroom. It's more time commitment. Do you think he washed his hand? <laughs> oh, so it's okay to not wash your hands if you're peeing behind a trash can? Yes. But if you go... Uh, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. If you're peeing behind a trash can, you're probably not too worried about washing your hands. It's like it's it, it's like when you're at Taco Bell, when you're at where do they do this at Panda Express, Goodwill, and your and your total is nineteen twenty, and they're like, "Would you like to round up eighty cents?" Yeah, yes, because now I know, right? Am I ever going to round up eighty cents on my own when I don't know that that's an option? Of course not. Okay, but when I'm asked to do it. 
I have to I have to do it because I'm not going to be that guy who says, <laughs> forget them kids or whatever whatever the people say. But it's it's like the sinks in the bathroom. The sinks are the person saying, would you like to round up for hygiene today? I've seen so many people walk into a bathroom in public, pee, and walk right out. Well, they are probably the people who don't round up too. And they're probably also the people that don't pee outside <laughs> behind a trash can. So long story short, the guy peeing behind the trash can is a very generous man. And he's yeah, rounding up <laughs> every time. I've actually heard that those are um, a lot of times the money's not going where they should. What do you mean? What do like, you? What do you mean? They're very like vague things. Like, do you want to round up for education? Y- yeah. And it's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? Do I want to round? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm going to give you eighty cents, and you're going to give it to the local schools. Like, I don't know. There's, I, th- I think there's. I've heard some rumors. What is the Ronald McDonald House? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever... I think it's a way to just get rid of your change. No, no, no. Like, is it in a hospital? No, I think it's just a container to get rid of your change. Where does it go? I think it goes into the pockets of Ronald McDonald. <laughs> what a scumbag. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right, so you... Wow, I thought you would be more forgiving of the man peeing outside Walmart. I just... I didn't anticipate this. Me, personally, would never do that. And that's fine. Would you round up? Do you round up every time? Not every time. Really? It... Tell me about it. If somebody has a... If somebody says a specific organization... Yeah? Sure. Okay. If somebody says the vague thing, like, do you want to round up for school? It's like, (laughs) no, I don't. I don't. Do, do you, but if you say, do you want to donate to Riley Children's Hospital by rounding up to the nearest dollar? That sounds like an actual thing that I should do. You're just a sucker. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe. Maybe they're... But okay, like, at okay, least okay. I'm... What if the organization is super vague, but it's only seven cents? If I'm paying cash, sure. If it's on your card. Your total is nine ninety seven. Would you round, like to round up seven cents for obesity? I feel like that's just offensive. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna you donate. Go fatty. I'm Here's gonna a nickel and two <laughs> yeah. pennies. <laughs> yeah, go buy nothing. You know, like have a stock of celery, you <laughs> charred lard. What are, what organization are you promoting? <laughs> the obesity. <laughs> you didn't say that, did you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I said, hear. Would you like to round up seven cents for obesity? <laughs> <laughs> like, as in, like promoting it's, obesity? It's vague, man. What are you gonna do? I don't. I don't. I. I'm not quite sure if you're promoting obesity or saying we should prevent obesity. <laughs> that. That's the point. Yeah. That's the problem. Okay. That, hence my. So seven cents. No, because it's vague, and they, I don't want but them to have money. But now you look like you're trying to prove a point. Maybe I am. <laughs> and it's that I don't want you to use my money. I don't want you to abuse this system you, that people have put into place. Tell me if you were working at a, a retail place and somebody didn't round up seven cents that you wouldn't be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have worked at a retail place where we did that. <laughs> did not Did you feel awkward asking people? Yes, it's horrible. It's got to be horrible. I mean, so what I did, I got in trouble for it. Um, so Walgreens had a red box machine outside of it. Yeah, of course. And when that was pretty new and people were enjoying it, they red box would give us a stack of like free rentals oh. and you could hand them out to people just so when they round up. And so I would say, Hey, would you like to round up to the nearest dollar for <laughs> this for so-and-so and you get a free red box rental. 
So people would be like, You felt yes. so bad about getting people to donate that you had to bribe them with a free movie? I know. I think there was incentives. There was like... This was, you know, the Red Nose Day. Whoa, 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 wait, whoa, wait, wait. Now we're getting, now, now we're getting into something. I know. So no, this is Red Nose Day. This you, is Red Nose Day. You, Do you remember? You know, on, Red Nose Day. Hold on, hold on. So you, what you're about to tell me is you got a prize for being the person who got the most donations. No, for rounding the store. Up. The, the store, store as a whole okay. competed against the other stores in your town. Okay. And then you got like a pizza party. So you were leveraging the free Red Box things for yes. your store to win. Yes, because we were selling those red noses. I said, hey, if you donate a dollar, you get a red nose and a free red box rental. Okay. The red box rentals were not given up. Listen, listen, I think it's a great move. Hey, I was, but like the red nose thing is like a legitimate organization. Tell me about it. Because if someone says, would you like to round up seven cents for a red nose? I would say, I don't get out of town. I don't remember what it's for. It sounds like Ronald McDonald to me. <laughs> I don't know what it's for, but dude, they were like on NBC. Like there was a whole there was a whole thing. So you are you are <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. You're standing up for it, but you can't even tell me what it is. I it's been it's been a long time since I've worked at Walgreens. Okay. No, it's fine. Okay. So anyway, you would quote unquote Offer them a little compensation for them giving their change. Yes. Which I think is fine. Now, I don't, if this was against your coworkers, I would call shenanigans. I think it would be bad if you were leveraging the red box things against your coworkers. But, um, but for I a would, store, I think you got to stick together as a unit. Yes. And so it's fine. And other places probably had red box things. They could have thought of it. But I also um, would argue that you're still getting people to donate to charity. <laughs> So even oh. if it's even You're if it's using a, capitalism against itself, yeah, and Genius. it's like the what is it? The immoral means don't justify the ends, or what, the means don't justify the end, or whatever. Yeah, well, usually they say it the other way, but the means don't justify the end. The ends don't justify the, the means. Don't justify yeah. the means. But in this case, they did. Mm-hmm. Now back to the original point, and I want you to answer this honestly. You never, when asking a, what do you call them? A customer. Would you like to round up seven cents for the Red Nose Fund? I'll also give you a Red Box coupon. They say no. You never thought, come on, man, it's it's seven cents. I mean, yes, I did. Right. But so what price do we as a society then say, you know what? He didn't have to round up. Like, what's the cutoff? Cause when Listen, it's, if it's when, a— When my total is 2614 and it's 86 cents. I st- I th- I have to think I have to do some processing. I have to be like, "Ooh, am I really that's almost a yeah. but now I'm going to look like a fine round up." I think if I know, I think it just goes back to like the feeling. I will donate 99 cents if I know it's going to a good thing. Right. But I'm talking about you as the cashier oh. looking at the customer. I mean, yeah, I'm if always customer, like, "Come on, man." But then also So, so what's the come on man cutoff? <laughs> I don't know, fifty cents. So if it's, I think I think you just have to go with. I think like, you're right because I was going to say that under over fifty cents, if under it, you don't, over you do. Yeah, I, I think if you're donating under fifty cents, you're doing the right thing, and if you're not, people are allowed to judge you. And if you if it's over fifty cents, you can do whatever you want, and I I my opinion is is out of it because fifty it's two quarters now. We're not talking. We're not talking change. We're talking quarters. We're talking. We're talking quarters. <laughs> okay. Wow. 
Yeah, and then my manager came up and said, Colton, we got to stop doing that. How many did you have? I mean, it was a fat stack of cards. I mean, it was probably 100 Redbox rentals. Oh, you were doing it to every customer or just the ones you liked? I would, if I, I don't know. If I liked the cut of their jib, I'd say, hey, you want? (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that. Did I make? I think I've heard. That's got to be a thing. I probably should look it up and make sure you didn't just say something horrible. <laughs> cut of. It's got to be like. Cut of the. It's got to be about like even, clothing or something. A saying that has taken place in the English language as meaning originally that a person was recognized by the shape of their nose. Oh, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> but what? it has now changed to a person's overall appearance or demeanor, like his attitude. So originally it was about the nose. Ah, to uh, jib off the old block, mate. <laughs> jib off the old block because couple we have of, similar noses. Exactly. Couple of I got a couple of jim jib stones up here for you. <laughs> what boogers, man? Jib oh, stones. Jib jib stones. <laughs> jib stones. Yeah. Wow. Couple of jibbity yeah. jibbity crickets. All right. Um. I'm going to skip the middle potty cast, but I would like to talk about the last potty cast. We may not even get to chat GPT today. Dang, I was really like looking forward to it. Okay, well then do we we can do it for the we can we can skip Where are we at? How much time we got left? We are at 37 minutes. So roughly I heard it was too short. Really? Some feedback I had. Okay. Well, let's do it. I'll skip one story. Let's Let's do the debate. You can talk about your story, and then we talk about... What are we debating? I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. And I'm not... I don't think we are the people to debate it, but I do want to hear your feedback. I do love debating things that I'm not supposed to debate yeah. about. Yeah, like, it's... it's. We don't have a stake in it. That's, we. Okay, here it is. Growing up, my mom's biggest thing was, don't pee on the seat. When I go to the bathroom... All right. Usually, I approach the stool, and I have one mission, and it's to pee. Yeah. If the seat and lid are down, I will lift them both up. Mm -hmm. If the lid is up and the seat is down, I often peed, and I just hoped I made it, and it didn't splash back onto the seat, and I didn't dribble onto the seat when I was finished. If I did, one of two things happened. I wiped it up, or I left it. Is this tracking for you? I mean, those are things that happen, sure. Okay. Except for the first part. If you're lifting up both seats, you might as well lift up the seat, the one seat. No, because in my mind, when I walk to a closed toilet, it's not ready for me. When I walk to a toilet with the lid up and the seat it's down. It's half ready for you. <laughs> maybe, but I didn't view it that way. I just viewed it as it's ready for me. Okay. Okay. So I would often pee at home and, and it would splash back or I'd dribble onto the seat and I'd leave and my mom would sit in it and she'd say who peed on this you know that was the that was her biggest thing don't pee on the seat yes you get pee on her butt yeah i mean it makes perfect sense yeah (laughs) then i get married and my wife's biggest thing is don't leave the toilet seat up. up so my mom did not care if the toilet seat was left up Mm. she Never said, put the toilet seat down, ever, growing up. Hmm. She would say, don't pee on the seat. So if I put the toilet seat up and I peed, I was no longer responsible for anything. Wow. It could be left up, and she never got on me about that. Well, now, fast forward, I get married, 
and my wife has never mentioned anything about pee on the seat. And I know I've done it because we're human. Maybe she likes it. (laughs) We all make mistakes. Yeah. But her biggest thing is put the toilet seat down. I don't want to accidentally sit down and fall into a non-seated well of darkness. Yes. So. My sister's like pumping her fist right now. She's like, she yeah, loves this. Alyssa, you're right. Okay. So here is my question. Option three is obviously just do the right thing. Put it up, pee, put it down. Or if the lid's up, pee. If you get a little on the seat, wipe it off and they'll never know. Yeah. So without option three, which is obvious, which option is better? For women, for you, for life, I got I, I to know. Would they rather have a chance to sit on pee but know the seat is always going to be down or always have the seat that they have to put back? Hmm. Man, um, you're really putting me on the spot to answer as a, as a woman. What do, you, what, what do you find valuable in the bathroom? Like what do you seat wise? But like if you if you personally had to make a choice, which choice are you making? Okay, well, I'll be I'll be real honest with you. Yeah. Eight times out of you ten, sit down I'm to sitting pee. down to pee. Eight times out of ten. Oh man, I'm tired constantly. But but sitting down is great, but standing up, it, it's a lot of effort exerted. Yeah, but I just sat there for a minute. I had a break. Okay. So you sit down to pee a lot. Oh yeah. At home. Oh yeah. Eight, not in public. Not in public. Eight out of ten. Well, in public, you got urinals. Not a problem. Yeah. Eight out of ten. Yeah. No. Uh, I sit down to pee a lot. So if you pee three times a day at home, five times a day at home, that's a lot. Three. May that might be a lot too. Really? Okay. I'm probably peeing in the morning. I'm peeing wherever I'd pee during the day, and then I probably pee before bed. Wow. And you're sitting down. Probably. Okay. Unless like I'm, unless I'm like in a rush. So you're telling me the best option is just to start sitting down. Yes, I gotta start sitting down. I would say here's the other the, the other stipulation for me sitting down is it has to be sweatpants. Okay, I'm not like unbuttoning, pulling. I'm not unbuttoning, unzipping, pulling my pants down. Do you ever feel like a number down. two like hit you though? Like a oh, I, sneaky number twos happen all the time. Because I feel like if I sat down more, I might I might pinch one off. Yeah, and it's just an added bonus. Like, oop, wasn't expecting that, but glad here we're we here. Yeah. Took okay. care of the next one. Yeah. Shoot. You might be onto something. But also, I would say with the invention of slow-closed toilet seat, mm-hmm. with the, with that technology, I think that there's no excuses for leaving it, up. leaving it up. Because it's literally just a tap of it, and it falls on its own. You ever been at somebody's house, and they just aren't with the times, and you just yeah, slam so in the lid? Yeah, so we lived with my... Uh, with my wife's family for a while after we got married and they you were just dropping bombs no i was yeah i was like the, i was the guy at the cup just dropping bombs <laughs> in these bathrooms no i would go to the bathroom at 1 a.m. and i i was very used to slow closed toilet <laughs> seats i go in the bathroom their house is not that huge everything's like the, louder at 1 a.m. yeah so i would go and they've got like the oldest toilet seat that's probably weighs eight pounds. Is it wood? No. I hate those. Me too. But I would just slam that toilet seat at like 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. Most of, like that's on good. accident. Like that's it was good. terrible. Yeah, that's good stuff. So everybody needs to buy slow-closed toilet seats so that you don't end up being the slammer. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I, I've tried to catch one. Like I'm, I do the slow close and it's not, and I try to slide my hand under there to prevent slammage. Wow, you just don't want the attention on yourself. Like I just don't want to be the guy that slams the toilet lid seat down. Yeah, but it's easy. It's like, hey, this is your. You should blame the person who right. owns the toilet. You're right. Get a slow close lid, man. It's 20, or it's twenty one, twenty twenty three. Me included. I should just buy my in laws a slow close toilet seat and install it for them. And install it for them. Speaking of your in laws. Your in laws? <laughs> well, one of the your in laws have already been broken and was gotten by the guy in the trash can. That's not bad. You did a thing there and I'm not at, I'm not even upset. That's no. good. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> now that's comedy. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's no 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 no. That's nice. I mean, I feel like the the easy ones like you're in trouble. Just you know? tell me your story, okay. man. About what? The story you were going to bring to us today? Oh. Okay, so I work in cemeteries, you know? And you know what? Sometimes I pee in a cemetery, okay? Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm in a lot of very whoa, rural... Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you're going to say that you just said you couldn't pee in a... No, 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 no. no. Where? Uh, usually we're... Not like on somebody's stone. But like... Okay, so I drive my truck but into like, these cemeteries. Yep. Okay. Is the, like they're rural. A lot, like ninety percent of the cemeteries we're in are very rural. Have you small. desecrated someone's bones? No. You've never peed. I mean, on maybe a man. runoff. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the groundwater runoff has desecrated a bone or two. So, can you see tombstones while you pee? Yes. I think that's problematic. I think that's a problem. It probably is. Okay. I mean, if you're near a cemetery. And you're peeing, and you can see it's tombstone. You're on the property of the cemetery? Yes. Mm. All right. Well, so I crack open a door, and I make myself a little urinal. Huh? Just like a door. Like I make myself a little stall. Oh. That's a better... Uh, that's better. So you pee by the truck? Yes. Okay. On the gravel road. Okay, 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 okay. All I'm right. not just whipping it out like at the stone I'm working on sure. and going. Well, I didn't imagine that, but I'm glad you're peeing on the gravel road. That, yes. That's, because if we can drive over people, we can pee on them. Yes. It's kind of my. It's kind of in my motto. I mean, we drive over people all the time. <laughs> I mean, good night. If you can drive over people, you can pee on them. That's perfectly that's logical. <laughs> I'm sure you've always said it. This is the first time you've ever said that. Okay, so you're working in the cemetery, but yeah. you're not. Okay, and so um, when like uh, veterans, when they die and they have a stone, they can um, they can opt into a program where the U.S. government provides them a plaque that has their name and their their rank and their either their birthday or their years served, the war they served in, whatever. And it's on a bronze placard. They're either small guys or big guys, whatever. So, what's the difference between a plaque and a placard? I think it's just a couple letters. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should nix the placard. I'm done with the placard. I feel like placards are small. I could be completely wrong, but just off the, like, just my gut is telling me that placards are small things. Okay. And a plaque is like, maybe a placard's like bathroom, and a plaque is like, this is the bathroom that George Washington dropped his first one in. First one what? We don't know. Maybe you just made a placard. There's no way I, no, you've said, you just said... <clears throat> Plaque versus placard. That's a placard 
can be an imprint as a square of cardboard with a scrawled message and as official as a permanent plaque marking history. The old French word plaquier is the root of placard, which means to plaster or lay flat. I think they're the same thing. Same thing. Okay. So you're the, picking up the veteran plaque. What? You're picking up the veteran's plaque. Yeah, so I'm going in this funeral home. I've gone into probably funeral homes a hundred times this year, right? And you go in, you say, Hey, I'm picking up this plaque for so and so. Um, and they're usually like, Okay, let me gra- let me grab it. And so this day I knew that that this particular funeral home, they have a detached garage with like five garage doors. I know there's a code to get in there. I know that the plaques are in there, but I don't know the code. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go ask if they have it or for the code, one or the other. So I walk in. I walk in. Like I said, I walk into funeral homes all the time. I walk in. Um, and I don't immediately see anybody, and I'm kind of in this small little foyer as you first walk in, and to the left of me is a door, a wooden door that says, it's got a bunch of, like, stickers on it that say, like, caution stickers, you know, things like that, formaldehyde triangles, things, you know, you know, the hazard stuff. And I'm like, that's definitely not the room I need. Okay, There's, cool. That scared me. Yeah. I thought you were about to crack open the formaldehyde No, door. I was never going to do that. That would be te- that would be so dumb. That would be so terrible. What's back there? Formaldehyde. That's where they probably embalm the bodies. So they take a... No, na- that's, not, that's not probably where it is. That's definitely where they embalm the bodies. So they will take a dead corpse. Yes. And when it's still fresh. Yes. And they'll... What is embalm? I think it means they take the blood out of them and replace it with f- formaldehyde. <laughs> We're going to have to look that up another time. Yeah, okay. whatever. You're not so going in there. I'm not going in that room for sure. There's a door right in front of me, just a closed door. It could be a closet. could be an office. I I thought if it's an office, it's closed. They don't need, They don't want me there. And then um, so the way that the door opened, there was a storm door, and then it was like a, uh, a big like solid door. And so this room was very small that I walked into. And so I could see the two doors that I knew not to go into. So I, I move my body away so that I can close the outside door to see what's on my right. Well, I do that and I step into the next room because I'm like, well, there's usually somebody nearby. And there was, but they were no longer living. I walk into this room and there's just a dead lady on a gurney clothed but just so dead like she was so so dead what did you see i saw i saw toes no nope you didn't you saw dead toes i saw so i i go in about this is this like a fipa ferpa hippa i don't why would it i don't we're not in health we're not isn't that health care it's, it's anything, man. This Public service. I did feel guilty. Okay. I, I mean, getting, I did feel getting, like I shouldn't have something. seen this. Okay, so you saw her toes? I saw, I mean, I saw everything, but the what? toes, The I mean, not everything. They were wearing clothes, but like... But not shoes or socks. No, but they were wearing like pants and like a floral top. Oh, so they were ready for the cast. Like, I think they were getting, they were in the middle of being prepped for the cast. Okay, so you didn't see anything that their family's not going to see in a little bit. Exactly. Oh, don't feel guilty. No, but I still felt wrong. Like, 
I'm not like you're peeking at your presence before Santa yeah, gives it to I, you. I guess if you're a freaky creep. <laughs> you're like, oh, shouldn't have seen uh, that. Yeah, I guess so. Because i got to wait till Christmas morning. So my heart falls out <laughs> of my surprised. butt. Like, the feeling is literally my heart falls out of my butt. Like, it literally feels like my heart just drops. Were her toes, like, blue? What are her toes like? Well, she was, uh, she was a black lady, and... They looked normal. They looked normal. Her but face, she normal? looked plastic. <gasps> like, like she looked like a wax museum figure, kind of. And at first, I was like, "That's a life size doll." <laughs> no, you did. Not. It, they look. She looked plastic. You thought it was a. You thought it was a. I mean, in like the split, like half a second sure, I before, gotcha. I was like, "I'm at a. I'm at a funeral." I've home. never. Yeah, I've never seen a dead body that I wasn't supposed to see. You thought what? What's this? What's this doing here? Yeah, I was like, that's not who I'm looking for, and I and I say, I don't need this plaque today. I'm going out to the truck. So you just left. Well, I'm walking away, and you just abandoned the mission. I abandoned the mission. I was. What gonna, were you gonna do? I was gonna tell my boss that I saw a dead body, and I ran. And I ran. <laughs> and I ran away. Well, are you gonna make like a country joke? No, it just sound like you said I saw a dead body, and I ran. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not hearing what I'm saying. I said <laughs> the listeners will get will hear it. Say it again. I saw a dead body and I ran. Yeah. When you say it slow, it sounds better. I saw a dead body and I ran. <laughs> like yeah. the country? Like yeah, it sounds yeah. It sounds like yeah. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> I promptly made my exit. And, and I'm you walking. Were going to just, you were just going to quit that day. Well, no, I wasn't going to quit for the day, but I was actually going to go out to the truck and call my coworker, who I think has the code memorized for the garage doors. Okay, you were going to go to plan B. Plan B was to just, yes. Okay. But initially, I was running away out of fear, needed a, a moment to yeah. put myself to, together. And so I'm walking, I'm like halfway between the uh, funeral home and my truck. And I hear the the storm door close, and I'm like, there she "There's obviously yeah, <laughs> there she is." Um, and so I think you know what, there's obviously somebody there. If I go and knock, they will probably come to the door, and I will step back a lot so that I don't see into the building. And the guy opens the door, and I say, "Hey, I'm looking for so and so's plaque. Do you have it?" Or do you have the garage code for me to go get it? And he's like, oh, here's the garage code. I'll look up here to see if I have it. I go to the garages. He's heading inside to get the plot or see if he has it. I get to the garage doors. He says, hey, I've got it up here. And I go grab it. He says, I thought I heard someone. But then I figured you saw the, the body and got scared. Oh. And I said, that's exactly what happened. So he was cool about it. Yes, but like a lot of funeral home people are very interesting. They are respectful of the craft. Yes, but they are very odd socially. Oh, because they're they work in a funeral home. Yes. Yeah. A lot of them a lot of like funeral home directors that I've in like encountered just have this like demeanor that, about them where it's like I don't really like want to like I'll talk to you but I don't know how to and that's because of their energy I, 
I, I don't know. You're like, not like, you don't feel that way towards them. They make you feel that way towards them. Well, they always just like, I don't know how to explain it. Like They have an aura. Kind of. They're and awkward? Like, they're awkward. It's awkward. They're un- it's uncomfortable encounters a lot of the time. But this guy was cool. Ish, but he was like, thought you got scared and then like turned around and like walked away. And you said that's exactly what happened. And then I turned around and walked away. Like they're not, they're never just like a a normal social setting. Yeah. If that makes sense. Because Granny's laying there. Because he's got to go, he's got to go put the socks and shoes on this lady. <laughs> and I have to go put a plaque on, like, I if I know. was a funeral director, I'd say, you want to come watch me put the socks and shoes on this lady? And that would probably be, I would say, no, I would politely decline. And But you'd be like, well, that guy wasn't off in the same way everyone else is, just in a different way. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely met some that seem normal. But a lot of them, some of them try to make, like, funny jokes that aren't funny. Like about dead bodies? I mean, one time I heard, I, it was an overhearing somebody. Like, somebody had just brought in, like, a bunch of pins for this dude's pocket. And I guess they were... They were getting his body ready, and the family had brought in some extra stuff to, you know, decorate him him with, buried with, yes. And I guess the family wanted to give a bunch of pins for his pocket because he always had a pin in his pocket. And they were kind of, they were kind of razzing the the family, not to them. They had left, but I could overhear him saying like. Must have really loved pins, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like it was just, or like they were grilling this. Yes, and they were dead like, dad. yeah, and they were talking about like, um, look at this nerd. Like, hey, right did you get, um, did you get Mister So and So's um, jacket that the family dropped off? And he was like, oh yeah, some more denim. That dude loved denim. He's got. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead too. Okay. Yeah, I got. Does never. How cough. many people? Do, do families know that that stuff makes it into the afterlife with them? Uh, like, what happens if they, you know, I want to bury my father with $30,000. Do it. Yeah, but like, how how many funeral home directors, once I leave, aren't going to be like, oh my gosh, we just made $30,000 today? I guess the immoral ones can. <laughs> So, I think the funeral home business is also a little bit corrupt. Corrupt. I really? think people take advantage of of grieving people sometimes. Not necessarily in like the the ones I've seen or or met, but I I've heard it in the news a couple of times that people are getting taken advantage of. Dang. Okay. Wow. So and I I get like there's so many professions, especially funeral home directors and and stuff that see dead bodies on a daily basis. Yeah. My sister works at a hospital. Sadly enough, she sees dead bodies that's worse, a lot. I would say that's worse. Yes. But there also, there also comes a time in somebody's life. They get like desensitized to your sister sees dead people. Yes. But that's like fresh dead. That's like sad dead. Yes. But people become, and I think that's what happens to funeral home directors too, is they get desensitized to death. You know, like they have to to Isn't survive. Is that what we all should do? I, maybe. We should all be funeral home directors. You know what? Let's open up a shop. Every person, I mean, man, I'm not going to say that. Um, but yeah, for me, I've seen open caskets. That's been the extent of my dead dead body experience. Yeah, well, it was until this event. Until this event. And that's why I think it scared me so much. 
was I was not expecting it. If I think it would have been different too, is if I would have walked in there and somebody would have said, hey, we're going to pass a dead body, just be warned. I'd probably have been fine. You wouldn't have looked though. Maybe I would have, maybe I wouldn't have, but I feel like even if I would have looked in that situation where somebody let me know, I wouldn't have been nearly as scared. But to turn a corner, and that's the first thing you see when you turn a corner looking for a living person, is startling. I think if I was in your position, when I see the door with the caution stuff, it would hit me like, oh, I better not go in there because that's where all the dead bodies are. Yeah. And then you turn around and it's like, where's the caution sign for that gal? Yeah. For her. Exactly. For granny. Yes. So you were, I think, yeah, the caution things would scare me. Like it would make it real. Like here I am, but I have safety because there's a door with a bunch of stickers on it. Yes. And then. But I think that what made it work, what made it bad was that that the outside door was completely blocking it. So it was like I was opening a door into a room with a dead body in it that I didn't know about until you shut the door. Right. I shut the door behind me to go into a room. I can, I'm picturing it. You and open then, the door. You can't see her cause she's behind the door. Mm-hmm. And when you finally decide, Oh, there's a room I'm not going into. Let me get in here and see where I am. And you shut the door. There's a dead yeah. body. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You got, you got got. And I was hungry before. Like what? I, b- before I was like, there was a leaves right down the road and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go grab some lunch after I pick up this bronze. I'm gonna go to the, uh, I'm gonna go to the cemetery. I'm gonna install it. I'm gonna, it's gonna be a good day. I did not eat until like eight o'clock that night. And this probably happened at like one. Yeah. The toes are, the toes are what hit me for some reason. It was, she was feet towards me and they trim nails. Holy. Hey, come on, man. Silence. That's on me, man. Sorry. Jeez. Um, I'm sure they dress them up to look their best. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was my good story. Most of the time I am way far away from, I'm at the very last stage of, of the, of the funeral process. Wow. But there's always a risk you're running. I'm always running a risk. If I go into the back door of a funeral home that I will run. My boss said that's happened to him before. Okay. Yeah. See, so I thought it was just like a crazy unique experience. I thought I was special for a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Uh, do we, I mean, I'm torn. I mean, what we got, like we got five minutes left. We can, we can let's cut let's cap let's let's say we got eight minutes for chat GPT. Okay. Okay. We won't go too in depth. And then maybe we can have a chat chat GPT. Next time. We'll 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 tease it today and we'll play uh, with it tomorrow. Ooh. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or, or whatever the kids are into. All we'll right. tease it today, play with it tomorrow. <laughs> that sounds like something we should do. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something. Okay. You've never heard of chat GPT. Not until last night. Okay. So what this is for our listeners and for anyone else is ChatGPT is an artificial intelligence chat bot okay. where you can ask it anything and it will tell you anything. Now, that sounds like Google, right? Oh, but yeah. it will categorize and put things into specific templates that you design. So what brought this up was... My professor that I met with at The Cup, not the caffeinery, and she was talking about how education is going to be altered by this because she was typing in her test questions to it, and it was giving out perfect answers. I mean, she was naming psychologists, specific psychologists and their specific studies, and it knew about everything. 
So I got home and I was playing with it. All right, teasing it and playing with it. <laughs> and I was typing in, I was typing in my like final question. I said, "Explain who is the most culpable for." I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil Macbeth for anybody, but there is a murder. I mean, spoilers. There's a statute limitations or whatever okay, they say. Okay, so it's old enough. Okay, so who is most culpable for the murder of King Duncan, and what should their punishment be? Give me a five-paragraph essay detailing different characters and how they were to blame. Like, there are extra steps here. This is not just, like, what's the capital of Tokyo or Bangkok. Or <laughs> those, are, those are capitals. Yeah, what's the capital of Bangkok? <laughs> Hitting you in the butt. <laughs> a B. <laughs> That's a good joke. What's the... <laughs> Why? Because it's already the capital? The capital, the, it's a proper noun, so the yeah, first letter is yeah. capitalized. I'm an idiot, okay? What's the capital of Indiana? I know that one, right? Indianapolis, it's not, yes. So, so let's just, just, just as a little tea. so here, the bottom line is this. I am so stupid, okay? <laughs> I, I said, what's the capital of a capital, okay? <laughs> I'm a moron. <laughs> you can type in literally anything try to stump this thing okay am i supposed to like ask it a question ask it a question tell it to do something the problem is no stone will be unturned no class will be able to trick this a student anywhere can type in their answers to anything in this thing and it will give them perfect answers and it changes every time it changes every time okay so if i type in the same question 10 times different answer every time so i won't be able to copy and paste it back into something and it won't be plagiarizing because there's like a plagiarism software is not gonna be able to find it because it is it is going to ruin it is going to ruin us i like how we are promoting it well i'm not promoting well what would you like to type into it i want it to say um make a song about essential oils that kill dragons any other requirements well i don't know okay let's just try it first one riding through the forest on a quest so Uh, true yep Fighting fire-breathing dragons, what are we to do? Uh-huh. But little did we know the answer was so clear. Yep. A few drops of essential oils and dragons disappear. Heck yes. Uh, here's the chorus. Essential oils, hey. essential oils, yep. killing dragon with yep. their scents and their oils. Oil. Lemongrass and peppermint, yep. tea tree and clove, watch yeah. the dragons flee with a push and shove. Verse two, dragon scales as hard as steel, but with these oils, they're weak. Just a drop or two, and they'll start to squeak. Their fire breath, no match for our potion. With essential oils, dragons meet their motion. motion. Essential oils, essential oils, killing dragons with scents and oils. Mm -hmm. Lemongrass and peppermint, tea tree and clove. Watch the fire tree, the dragon push with the shove. Here's the bridge. What's a bridge? It's like the part of a song that's not, it's different than the other parts. it's like when the it's like when the uh, worship leader's like, "All right, guys, now I want you to really like." The bridge really ties the song together with the part that's not, not it's it's a new part. Like verses, it's not where they say the Bible verses and make you like feel like you need to really connect. I think yeah, but like a verse and verse one and verse two are gonna have the same structure. The bridge is a new whole new deal. Oh, okay. It's like bringing a whole new element. No into need the song. for swords or armors, just a little know how. Essential oils, the dragon slayer. Who knew? So next time you're on a quest, remember this tune and use essential oils to t- face your dragon soon. The bridge would be like in a cool Christian song where the rap happens. 
Somebody uh, like this would have been like a real like oh, essential oils, dragons. That's a get them. And, and then, then the bridge comes in. No need for no need uh, for gotcha. me. You know, it would yeah, come it in. Keeps the people awake. Yeah, it'll wake them up. Essential mid-song. oils, essential oils. The dragon's demise. In these oils, it boils. So use them well and be on your way with the dragon defeated in a bright new day. That song slaps. If I hit regenerate response. Riding through the it's forest different. on a quest today. It's literally a different song. A dragon fierce and mighty on this beautiful day. Oh, fateful day. Those are different things. Like, the chorus is different. Essential oils, killing dragons, it's true. With just a drop or two, lavender, peppermint, and eucalyptus, too. These oils will see the dragon through. That's a terror. They rhyme two It doesn't matter. No, it just it's... created two different songs about essential oils and dragons. And this one has the word spritz. I reach for my oils and mix them with care. And with a little spritz, the dragon was ensnared. Man, this is awesome. We sh- I needed this in school. I would have passed every single one of my English essays if I just had this. Correct. Boys, people. It's, it's going to. It's over. It is over. I could not do my I couldn't do my job anyway, but I couldn't do my job with this. I this is like th- this is the ultimate cheat code. Yes, and there's no way to be detected. It's just somebody's word against someone else. Like, can you, you put math equations in? Let's we'll try it. So like uh, here's the problem because here's what this would have gotten to, and this is what it's going to get to. Teachers are going to have to say you are not smart enough for this. Like they're going to have to call out kids. They're going to have to say you did not do this because you don't have the ability to do this, which is problematic. You never want you you shouldn't tell a kid that. Or they're going to have to say we're done with technology. We're going pencil and paper, which maybe they should anyway. But for an online class in college, forget about it. You ever seen Shit's Creek? Uh, I mean, they're at this hotel for a long time, and I got bored. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's a great show. But there's a there's one where the the daughter goes to school, and she is she writes a, an essay, and then her dad sees the essay like open on her computer, and she had walked out of the room, and he goes in and like tweaks things a little bit, maybe adds a little bit of his own like to stuff help to her. it to help her. She's an idiot. She's kind of. I mean, she's her character is portrayed as a as a dumb person I okay guess. yeah and uh yeah so uh her dad like does a bunch of this stuff and the teacher calls it out because it's it's kind of funny because it's like not calling her out for being dumb but she's calling out she says i got a bad grade on my paper and what did the dad say no how can that be and she's like why why are you so offended that i got a bad grade and then he has to admit that he cheated cheated Okay, um, I don't know why I even said that. No, it's it, it. He's Chad G, GPT in the old days. A little bit. What math equation do you want? And Just we'll gonna, start simple, and then we're gonna leave it at this, and we're gonna play. We'll play. We'll play with her next time. Yeah, one plus one. What is one plus one? Two. It is simple. Yeah. What is 5,467. It's going to be able to do all of these. Yeah, I'm right. talking like... Calculator. Yeah, I like want to... derivatives? Yeah, I'm talking like calculus. I'm talking like calculus. Okay, I'll, I'll, how about this? How about this? How about this? Quick. AP calc practice question. Yeah, because it'd be great if you could... 50 AP exam questions. You're going to have to... But like, is it going to be able to do multiple choice? No, it wouldn't need to. It would just give you the answer. 
Well, I never have to go to this website again. Kind of cool. Free response questions. The density of a... The, but it needs to see the chart, right? Probably. Ooh, what's this one down here? A company designs spinning toys with the... Fun- okay. Oh, yeah. There's, like, functions. There's brackets. There's exponents. There's all the good stuff. I'm just going to type this in. Comp- Can I not copy this? Maybe we should play with this next time. See? I'll have some questions already ready for it. Yeah, because if they could do, like... No way. A, to find the area of the region, the first quadrant bounded by the x-axis in the graph, we can find the points of the intersection between the graph and the x-axis is by it doing setting it? y to zero and solving x. We get this, this, this. We get this, 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 this. It's literally doing math so before our eyes. So the region is bounded in the x-axis and the two lines of plus minus one c to the one-half power. Since c is six in this case, the area of the region is this entire formula. This is insane. It's literally typing it as we're watching it. And it, is it doing it correctly? I don't. We're gonna have to get Carmichael on the on the chat. It, it's doing multiple equations as we speak. It's 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 just plugging it in. Area is twelve to five. Answer twelve fifths over this equals two point. So the answer to A, according to this, and it did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven calculations, is two point two. So if I go back to the AP calculus and I go to Sample responses, and I look at um, somebody's sample response. Oh, wait. I need to probably find the score that got. Okay. Uh, the best score is 1A. So let's go find 1A. That's 1C, 1B, 1A. This is super good content for an audio podcast. Yeah, I know. So A... Um, the density of the bacteria approximately at a distance of R equals 2.25 Oh my gosh, it was right. 2 point, so let's see, it solved this one, 2.24, okay. B, it says the answer to B is, I can't even. There's so many words on the screen right now. From y them. equals CX to the fourth minus X squared. We lost so many listeners in the end of their podcast. They're like, no, they're doing math. We're out. 269 pi milligrams. No way it came up with that. Um, We'll do this later. Yeah, but but what's crazy is they got... They they did it right here. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. That's, it did calculus in front of our it eyes. It literally just did calculus. Typed out all the formulas and the steps. We copied and pasted a crazy question from a calculus exam, and it literally just like, there's a little cursor, and it was literally like we were watching somebody type out the answers. And when we used to cheat, we had to piece things together. We had to get things from different places, and kind of also, we had to use our minds a little bit to be like, is this is this right? We Can used to we have t- to use our brains differently than our teachers were asking us to. Sure. This, you don't have to use your brain at all. You, you just put in a problem, and there's your answer. Yeah. Step by step. So, chat GPT, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that first Dragon song, though, went crazy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't even... Next episode, chat GPT. Ask, like, can it give you a recipe? Can you say, give me a, give me a biscuit recipe? Yeah. Will it just give you, it'll just shoot you out a recipe? Yeah. Um, show me a biscuit recipe. 
I'm about to stump. I'm about to stump. Oh, shoot. Here's a simple recipe for making homemade biscuits. There you go. Oh, my gosh. It's literally just typing out ingredients, and it's going to probably give us steps. Oh, it's doing it. Yeah. Okay, like, watch. I left the toilet seat up last night. My wife woke up and fell in the toilet. She was not happy. Could you help me apologize? Paul apologize to her with a poem. It's gonna... I'm sorry for the seat left up. It caused a nasty spill and hiccup. I know my carelessness caused you pain, but please let me make it up again and again. <laughs> I'll make sure you always check. I'll make sure to always check before I leave the bathroom to double check. I'll be more mindful from now on and make sure our love will have strong bonds. I'm sorry for the tears you shed and for the words that were said. I'll make it up to you, my dear, and show you that your love I hold dear. Okay, it's got some hiccups. I know I messed up, that's true, but my love for you will always be new. I'll do my best to make things right and hold you close all through the night. Please forgive you for my mistake. I promise it won't happen again for your sake. I love you more than words can say, and I'll do everything to make it up today and every day. It got a little generic towards the end, but the point is... You asked for an apology about leaving the toilet seat up, and it produced a five stanza poem for you. Yeah. yeah. That's an apology and a poem. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? That's fun. Like, r- write a 200-word response about... Go ahead. Gary Busey. You know him? No. About Gary... I don't know how to... Sp- I don't know who How that about is. this? Bill Nye, without using the letter S. Please try to say science, I dare you. Let's see if it can do oh, it. Oh, no way. Bill Nye, known as... Oh, oh it already used S. Yep. Yep. Oh, it used S all Oh, up. it's just writing it without putting... He began high career writing comedy. But it says science literally in the yeah. first line. Okay, well, we found... We found the, there you go, teachers, okay? If you want to stump your kids, you give them assignments and they can't use certain letters. Yeah. That um, would make it easier. Yeah. They could just do what you just did. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get back to this at a time. Okay. Is there anything else for the good of the chaws? I don't know. Were we funny this time? I don't care. You're right. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. That's all that matters. Saw dead body. Yep. Saw dude peeing. Yep. I've peed. We've peed. We all pee. For iced pee.